Open the pod bay doors, please, pal. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Look at the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. The Movie Odyssey with Brad Patel, Gus Trout, and Adam Lucas. Look what I got. You're gonna appreciate this. A visual for the podcast listeners. Oh, yeah. Shh. Don't say what it is. It's the it, Pittsburgh Penguins. It's a oh, okay. jersey can. Is that blue light? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Or blue? It's just blue. Yeah. La bat. Where's That's your Red Wings classic one? Classic 90s. I, if, if there was a Red Wings uh, one, I love the colors of the they Red They still Wings. have a team in Detroit? Yeah, they That's do. That's a city? They never, make, they never make the playoffs anymore. But Um. Well, Penguins broke their playoff streak, right? Like last the year before last or whatever. It was the longest active playoff streak, streak in all professional sports. Yeah, good. Hey, uh, now, Detroit now Lions made history, NFL history, a few years back. They went zero and sixteen. No team had ever done that before. So, hey, you got to break ground. You got to yeah. find your niche. Okay? Breaking new ground, like our niche. Podcasting for no one. Yeah. No one's thought of that before. <laughs> Podcasting no one wants to listen to. Okay. Hey, it's I got brilliant. something. I got something for you guys. I got something to say to you guys. Uh oh. Cheeseburger. Uh <laughs> cheeseburger. Um in paradise? Oh, R.I.P. Uh this is the grossest movie ever. What's down? This is something down here. This movie is incredibly gross and Really, really disturbing, but it's also like a tragic love story with a lot of heart. Yeah, we're talking about the notebook today. Yeah, yes, and uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, like kissing. You disgust me <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> You're so wet. <laughs> all your clothes are all clingy. <laughs> um, now we're talking about the fly. They should have named it two, two <laughs> cheeseburger two hands. This is like the quintessential Jeff Goldblum. I was going to say that role, right? I mean, this is, yeah. he's solidifying Everything himself in like cinematic history and all of his mannerisms and yeah, like the way he's performing is so perfect. Like this is the perfect role for him. And do you think this is where you like, I think he was always kind of fit and like, you know, he's like seventies, eighties fit, which like whatever reason everybody was a little bit, but like tapeworms oh. and other parasites um, but like you know what I mean like he, he must I think he really uh, yeah he looks great he looks in really this. fucking good until he, he awesome. does it yeah. until he turns into a fly <laughs> and what he only, he, gets like he only gets better he's aging like a fine wine <laughs> well hell let's do a classic intro and get into this caper yeah classic he's, intro he's aging like a wet sloppy cheese like bob dylan <laughs> like a cheeseburger he's aging like bob dylan cheeseburger <laughs> bob dylan was a cheeseburger all right gang well thanks for joining us again this is i think the last of our fall spooktacular unless Man, you guys want to do another well, I guess we don't week, we don't know we what we're doing next, so who knows? Yeah, we don't. This was the end of our plan for the horror fest. I understand Under, that yeah. this won't come out until all right. Like you guys explained it to me very detailed last uh, last <laughs> right. recording. But man, it just but it it still feels, feels wrong. wrong. You know, I'm very down with doing another horror film, but I guess we can talk about yeah. that. Um, well, we'll see. This might be the last episode, or maybe the second to last episode. Lucas of still our... has his uh, his inferno uh, colors. Yeah, <laughs> my have Jalo inferno lighting. Yeah, that's Figured awesome lighting. Uh, the Fly, nineteen eighty six. David Cronenberg, quintessential Cronenberg, uh, quintessential body horror. Also, in a way, this is almost the perfect body horror film. Oh yeah, he's yeah. All of his he really mastered it by eighty six. Oh His yeah! Career. After video drone, yeah. And <laughs> scanners and all mm-hmm. that. Uh, the gore in this, yeah, we'll we'll get into. I it, finally saw scanners. Is, I went on a bit of a Cronenberg tear. Uh, oh, I'll it's get into good, that huh? later. Oh, yeah. it's. Yeah. I don't know what I've been doing. It's so good. I like all I knew of it was the head explosion gif. The gif, yeah, and that was always used in like the Daily Show or some kind of random <laughs> late night kind yeah. of like thing. So it was like, I knew when I, even when I saw that movie as a kid, I knew what Scanners was. Like I, it, that scene was so like, uh, like in the zeitgeist or whatever. Yeah. Even then, mm-hmm. like even before it came, became a gif, it was a, 
like an iconic scene. Well, I think I also saw this movie really young too. Way yeah, me too. too. Young. I saw I saw it back in the day. And for man, sure. this it came out the up. same year you were born. Yeah, eighty six is a great movie year. Big yeah. Trouble, Little China, The Fly, other movies Aliens. I can't think of right now. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, thank you. Um, so this is another remake. Uh, the Blob was a remake. This is a remake. Original film came out in 1958 based on a short story published in Playboy, which I only read for the articles. <laughs> it, it has more than articles? Yeah, apparently there's ladies in it, too. Um, but That's not. That articles. seems unsafe. Yeah. I feel like ladies should be safe at home in the kitchen. What? No, I didn't say that. No. <laughs> got that, got that, got that. That's totally got going that, in. That. Totally got going that. in. It's only funny because of how not true it is that I think right, that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Adam's a good guy. Um, <laughs> oh, that just made it so much worse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was all fun and games until that line. Yeah. Body horror, man. This movie has almost a perfect script. Again, like the script is so tight. 30 minute mark. He trans um, transforms himself or what's it called? Teleport. He teleports. Yeah. For the he. Right, he gets Jeff he gets Goldblum drunk and jealous. a teleporter, yeah. Uh, but you know, Act One's good setup. There's good chemistry between Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. They were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. Oh, really? So they, they have good chemistry together. Uh, Gina Davis, of course, would go on to marry Rennie Harlan. They, the direct director of Die Hard Two. Oh, oh, okay. And, and also make cut good for Cutthroat Island. Yes. Oh no. Um no, not good for him. <laughs> so <laughs> not good for her? I think that they're no. I think that they're like I think it kind of gets better and better their relationship as it goes on and more believable. At the beginning, yeah. there is this kind of I don't know, this didn't you guys get this feeling that she's sort of like out for herself to an extent? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. She's for using sure. it at first, but then she yeah. falls in love with him. What, yeah, but when, uh, but it's almost she doesn't really fall in love with him. When is that? Because even when she like because the the jealous ex boyfriend and editor, her boss, yeah, like sends she finds the mail that yeah. has like the uh, blue like what what do you call that like the the whip schematic. It's or like what? a what? it's like a like a po like a treatment for a magazine cover, yeah like a proof like of a, concept uh, a proof yeah, yeah. A proof yeah 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 but i'm just saying like even then she goes back she's like dude you can't show him this and he, but she's also like it's so important right. i don't know that picture is awesome by the way on the magazine cover the yeah, oh yeah the picture of jeff goldblum on it is yeah, hilarious it's a, it's a sick cover i want that as a poster that'd be hilarious yeah. i i like his um, character a lot though he's he's uh the like kind of 40 year old virgin but also has some i don't know like he has a jeff goldblum charm to him he's not completely like four eyes yeah he's just like been b literally by himself in a room for like five years yeah so he is like charming and kind of cool and stuff he's just like it's not his thing like he doesn't she's not trying yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know I mean, he pulls He's, it off well. It's like he is kind of like a a a nerd who's a little out of touch, but he is just like naturally. I mean, he's just Jeff he just kind of doesn't give a shit yeah. to you. Like he's just going. He's for got it. a natural yeah. charm to him, and yeah, he's, he's just a charming been guy. Living in a bubble for years, working on this project, right. he has no social life, so he, he gets kind of like over attached to her very quickly. Yeah. Which yeah. leads to then his ultimate yeah. demise. And their um, relationship, I mean, this movie has been likened to somebody with terminal disease or like aging or dementia or any kind of degenerative disease from someone you love who like just there's no cure and it's just see, you're a loved yeah, one. She, it's the kind of like that. Like the Gina theme. Davis should have just done a new Gingrich and just like ditched him and got a new hot scientist yeah. <laughs> boyfriend uh, to get thrown up on. Um, <laughs> I, I think the believability of her love for him and like, I don't know. It's like she leveled up during the filming of this movie. And by the end is like giving like uh, an, 
amazing performance where I feel like sort of at the beginning of the story, and who knows how it was filmed. Um, yeah. Feels like very, it feels stiff to me. There's a lot of, it, I don't know. I was like, I don't remember being this stiff feeling. I think that they were trying, I think Cronenberg was trying to make it like. Not overly cutesy. Cheesy. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I think he's trying to okay. make it like a As, bad, like bad. He's like, I need of. to make it this because if I don't, it'll be super stiff and not believable at all because I or want something. to he's blow like, people double overthinking like, it. Right? <laughs> but I think he was trying to be like, yeah, I think because I agree with you, but I think that was intentional that she doesn't really realize how in love with him she is until he's not there anymore, really. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like she's she well, took him for put, granted. Well, yeah, it's when he leaves that night. Yeah, when she leaves that night, which is not in any way. Well, it's to, she's like, oh shit, I have to go like figure this out and like squash this. Right, beef. she's trying, and but she doesn't tell him yes. what's going on. Which then she's that, like, I gotta go. But that leads him to kind of be like, oh, sh-, like when he's walking around drinking yeah. the the champagne by himself and like. It's like, of course, yeah. like, uh, yeah. yeah, the ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was I thinking? Uh, King yeah. Cusco. If you, you look fine, of King course you're man. fine. Look at that. I can, I can tell that. <laughs> Anybody can tell that. The characters all kind of evolve. I think part of that, yeah. too, is it's like it's a remake of a 50s B movie. Like, sure. It has that sort of inherent cheese to it. Mm-hmm. But the characters all no, I think all the beginning evolve. is supposed to be, the whole meet cute is supposed to be like very stereotypical movie bullshit. Yeah. I'm just saying I, it just I think, gets weirder which I'm fine weirder. with that. I think it, I'm saying it's the performances. Yeah. It's not Jeff Goldblum. It's Gina sure. Davis. Well, I think that's the direction then because we both know they can act. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm because saying? Because by the end of the movie, Gina Davis is like fucking absolutely crushing. <laughs> right. So right. Yeah. Maybe she so, was supposed yeah. to be like uninterested in him at first. And yeah, yeah just, he does maybe seem... they just didn't find their, their stride as a unit. Do you yeah. know, like the directors, sure. actors all together, like it takes it take time to develop that chemistry, but it doesn't ruin the movie. No, but I know no, 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 not at all. I and well, I think that Jeff Goldblum's such a brilliant choice for this. Like he brings a lot of levity to it. He has some really funny lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the funny stuff comes from him. Like he's has some pretty funny yeah. lines. Yeah, the cheeseburger. <laughs> Not the first choice. Apparently John Lithgow turned it down. Said Thank it was God. too oh, gross. God. No. I mean, that would have been interesting, but <laughs> yeah. but like it would have been, like How? and I bet it would How could they, they could have cast Gina then, no, right? John like that I don't know. Well, Gina was suggested by Jeff after Jeff was cast. Gotcha. Uh, so, hey, how about my girlfriend? And if you don't, I'm gonna be in business. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I uh, had a thing for uh, boinking for real uh, <laughs> uh, on camera, and uh, 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 Gina's uh, down. So, hmm? what do you say? Uh, it's pretty good, Jeff Goldblum. They were convincing. Their boinking is convincing. Convincing boinking, like not in a gratuitous way, but just like. Quick sidebar. I was convinced. Sidebar. This does uh-huh. it has something with physical contact. When that fucking baboon runs and jumps into his arms, baboons are yeah. fucking terrifying. And it's like a male oh, yeah, baboon. Yeah. Eat your face off. Yeah. And it's just like. And Jeff's just petting him. He's and so into him, it. And how many head. times did they have to fucking yeah. do that? Like, holy shit. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's, I mean, if that's like it's like that right there is like lifetime achievement award acting, and he had to get in that fucking <laughs> well, outfit all the time, and is like his, oh, yeah, his like shivering kind of like he's like little fly, yeah. like just, yeah. Good animal. Well, chimpanzees are super dangerous. You've heard us all the the like people getting their arms ripped off and faces yeah. ripped off and stuff like yeah, super. Apparently, Jeff Goldblum and the baboon had a good relationship though. Like Jeff, it seems like six foot four. He's very big, yeah. and I think the the that helps saw him as a set the as a tree alpha. I think yes, or, yeah. or that yeah. Mama, look at those pecs, Mama. I love that scene. Whenever he, they're like he, like kind of like gets up after they're like uh, it's like after they've maybe had sex or something or made love. The boinking, the convincing, oh, yeah, the, boinking. the convincing boinking, and they and loft apartment. 
that giant sliding metal door. Oh, so cool. We got to talk about his apartment. Yeah. After you finish but, your well, it's there. just it's a great ex- exhibition of his apartment because he's like doing all the crazy gymnastic shit. Oh, and it's yeah. just oh, a cool, yeah, when he's like, like quiet moment where there's no and she, he doesn't if there, know if there she's is watching. music, it's kind of like white noisy kind of. I can't really remember, but like how he like the yeah, guy's like stepping on the when he's going around the thing and he's like dum, yeah, dum, and he dum. steps on the ceiling. Dum, like, dum, 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 dum. like yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some really fun yeah. sound design in this movie with the score increasingly getting like uh hot, like uh or vibrating wing flappy vibrato. yeah yeah some yeah. Howard Shore doing the score of course. What else is sure he knows how to score. Yes, <laughs> says what I've always said. Sure does. If you want to win the game, give Shore the rock. You know, Shore knows how to score. Okay. Uh, there was a rotating set. I wondered if that was on it. Like I've the footage of him. I bet they just like an awesome like gymnast dude doing all that crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. The I crawling think there was a shit guy is, for that. Crawling shit is yeah. awesome. That's that's Goldblum too. Yeah, rotating set. Yeah, take like that, a, Chris Nolan. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it was 1986, you piece of shit. But you don't shit. think about it. Like, it's a really smooth no, shot, you know? It really is. I mean... The very end when he jumps onto the floor, it's still tilted in a way. Right, so his 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 weight isn't, is this, doesn't land yeah. quite right. But other than that, it's But the most perfect. impressive thing is that there's no, like, vibration or anything because that's the hardest thing about doing those because the camera has to be attached to the thing that's... Yeah, rotating. And he's and to have everything like, locked down, yeah. and he's jumping around. It has to be built so solid, and has to roll so smooth. And how messy his like his um, like I, obviously all the props are made in a way that they're not like loose or they're like have something on it right. so that's like not like a piece of paper is not flapping, flapping up or upper, something yeah. like that. A piece of cloth. And there, it's all cake actually. But oh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> When you think about it, but his, you know, his, his, he's like a nerdy, non-hygienic kind of, you know, uh, he's yeah, like he's a got messy, crap all over the place. Yeah, he's always got like yeah. food and mess every, and like, yeah, he doesn't really yeah, clean especially up. as it goes on. Yeah. It gets worse and worse too. Yeah. The, oh, right. yeah. All the, um, crush soda cans everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah candy bars or yeah. chocolate Dunk bars. Boxes. When he goes to the fucking bar and he doesn't have a shirt on, and he's got his fucking jacket, and he orders a scotch, and he just pulls out a fucking like <laughs> long chocolate bar, and he starts eating it, getting yeah. on that girl yeah. with his horrible acne. Yeah, and snaps that dude's oh, arm. So fucking gross. It's so That's visceral really the first and tangible and body horror that we see kind of. Like, yeah. Well, act two is all about him kind of gradually getting worse. The, the He's hairs, got the hair in his, the hair. Hair in his chest. The hairs. Body. And I mean, just you do get, you see the inside out baboon, which is like, that's, yeah, more that's of like pretty a, horrible. Oh, that's that scene precursor. Is, oh, that's ridiculous. So fucking horrible. I do get. I gotta, yeah. I gotta point this out, and I would be remiss if I didn't. Um, in the first Star Trek movie, there, son of there's a, a bitch. scene where, <laughs> God damn the it, teleporters. There's a scene where somebody gets turned inside out by a teleporter. You don't show God. it, but they describe yeah. it. Scotty, <laughs> um, Scotty, uh, he doesn't know the. Uh, well, I, how about how iconic are the teleporter designs? Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of like, hey, you're going to make some teleporters and you just like the artists just unknowingly, you know, <laughs> the subconscious, you know, just draws that teleporter like that shows up all the time. Yeah. That kind of I can't think of it like it's just so this movie and then him yeah. him standing in there like with the shirt off in the smoke and being all Jeff Globe, <laughs> like all yeah <laughs> naked. Yeah. With his leg up. It's better yeah. than it's, you know, it's that in the Jurassic Park. Uh, oh, the breathing laying, on the table. Laying on the table, yeah. With the shirt. Yeah. 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 Which in <laughs> Jurassic Park, Jeff he got like Goldblum. fucking jacked. He's yeah. even more jacked. This too. He's, yeah. he's even, he's I think even he was doing some more, some, more jacked some drugs. in uh, Life Aquatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At yeah. the yeah. end when he's yeah. got like, he got shot and he has like the. Yeah, bandana. dude likes to work out. I guess it Gold must be Blue, all that man. jazz piano he plays. That was really him at the like playing the piano. Oh no, he he can play the fuck out. Of the yeah, piano. yeah. Because he, when he first like gets to his professional level, he just starts playing pianos. the piano. I wish they utilized that mm-hmm. more in in movies. I kind of feel like that that was not in the script. They were like, 
Well, the, either he was or Cronenberg was like, hey, put this piano, put a piano in my thing. And yeah, that's where I, I gotta, like, uh, think. play the piano. And uh, yeah, so, which could have been uh, kind of cool, me, yeah, like him I going think, further and maybe like losing his ability to, with because his fingers are getting like weirder. Yeah, he like it's his fingernails fall off yeah. on the keys. Uh, <laughs> ivories on the ivories. So okay. there's a scene. Did you notice there's a scene where he's chewing his fingernail at the beginning of the movie when he meets her? Oh. He's like chewing on his like fingernail. Nervously? Oh, it's foreshadowing. Yeah. A little bit of a foreshadowing. The, well, what did you, so he what did has you think? ADHD you had never too. seen this, Lucas. Tell us your like thoughts. And, I did think you I think had it seen was? it. <laughs> you fucker. You made me rewatch this fucking no, gross I, ass movie. <laughs> the movie is like the I'm not sure hands down most disturbingly disgusting movie. And it's not just, it's like the practical effects and how gross they are. And then the, how they act, the screaming when, and like the, the baboon yeah. when it's screaming, when it's it turned inside out and they linger on shit the, forever. The, the deleted scene with the baboon cat thing. No, Did you watch that? no. Oh, <laughs> uh, they put like there two were- in there. No, there was a scene where he's testing the fusion thing and he puts uh, a baboon and a cat and they come out as like a monster and he's he oh beats God. it to death with a pipe. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Yeah. Jesus. It, uh, that, scene no. was, that scene was in the script and in the movie and then test audiences hate it. So they, they, took to, they took it out. They're like, the baboon, beating the baboon to death is fine, but a cat, yeah, come on. <laughs> the half of a that baboon, baboon, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you had seen it. it was actually, the audience was the other half of the audience was like, he didn't beat that cat to death fast enough <laughs> for the people that do hate you cats think it's, yeah, do you feel that same way? Like, it's just so dismal, too. I mean, it, like, it's it is so really gross, but I think it's a tragic I, love story. I see it as that. I like, I'm it is, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of body horror in it, but I don't, there's movies that are more horrific, but this one. It hits has a big budget and it's like an iconic movie. And it's like, I don't know. Like it is very, very graphic. It, this movie, yeah. maybe it's like the feeling I felt when I first saw that stuff. Like the, when he, when that guy yeah. at the, and at the end, when he gets his, what I think the most disgusting part is when the, he throws up on the guy's hand and leg. Yeah. And it's his yeah. hands in the fist. So it's melting as the fist. Yeah. And just yeah. him like, kind of like passing out and like, it's everything around it. It's not just and the gore. His foot. It's him yeah, like passing right. out and Jeff Goldblum smiling and like, and then going yeah. for the foot and how slow and lumbering all of the shots are of the gore. Like he breaks yeah. the guy's arm and it's not like a quick shot of it. It's like stays on and as he's like screaming in pain. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's like, um, oh my God. And they're all like disturbed. Like it's that stuff that almost makes it, that's what makes it so disgusting and i think it it truly is in my opinion the most disgusting movie i've ever seen like i think it's okay i've seen silo or whatever so or salo whatever well sure let's take that out of the fucking mainstreamy kind of thing well there's like you know saw and hostile and all none of that has anything on this fucking shit this shit is i I, I didn't have the same visceral reaction i think it's this that i had for like hostile yeah, I think I because of the, I mean, yeah, the to, throwing up on the hand me, is bad, but yeah, it, it's to me. I think uh, honestly, so much of it has to do. Unless it's very specific things that really like trigger me. So much of gore, like me being able to tolerate, it, is like the intention mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah, if it's purely sadistic, then I like it. Really like affects so like hostile like yeah that's it's the like, meanest i can't movie i have to like look away i'm just like holy f- like what the f- who wants to watch this you know what yeah. i mean they cut somebody's um, achilles heel that that scene is specifically they're like yeah slice somebody's tendon and it's like full frame right looks photo real you know like and the, the intention and like the anticipation that's of it the movie, this sucked, really, the movie sucked so i didn't give a shit it does suck that's the other I, thing is this movie's good a, i think too. that it's like yeah i think i was just maybe this is where the nightmare starts for me <laughs> okay <laughs> i saw this way too young and i well, think it maybe it started it. like yeah. a lot of the stuff like of the it's just so how Your, it's shot it's so i don't know um oh god and the oh 
fuck this movie. Yeah, like when, I saw it when we were like, pretty, I think I saw it in high school. Decided to watch this movie again or put it on the list. I was like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> you know? Oh, sorry. I, I love it the, though. I'm the, in, the, the, inflame your PTSD. The makeup won an Academy Award. Uh, oh, really? Same guy who did. That's awesome. So the melting, the melting hand. Yeah. Same guy, same guy who did the melting face in Raiders. And it's basically the say, same it's like the exact same effect. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Layers apparently there it was he, yeah it was shit. even worse like he actually in the original cut he ate the guy's foot after like you can hear him sucking it up after severing it because he <laughs> like you see you can it. hear like the oh, when the fucking video hey, he's like hey kids eat. hey kids oh yeah let's watch how uh, a fly I, right brundlefly a, a brundlefly eats brundlefly here's how yeah. blunder how does blunt brundlefly eat and i think it's so more much effect more effective instead of actually showing it where it just goes off and you hear like and then like yeah like that and see the reaction of the guy reacting to it yeah but you do see yeah. it like there's he's kind of still human he goes through a bunch of different phases but he's mostly human still and he gets out a donut and pukes on it and then he goes oh that's disgusting. Like he didn't. Oh, that's right. That's gross. He's been in. He, he's be been by himself. By that. Yeah, that's for, yeah. Because yeah. he's right losing his humanity. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like so he's like still... chop his little falling off wiener in there. I think all of that stuff is so. Oh God, that's that right. Idea, like that nightmare <laughs> of like your teeth falling out or something like that, or losing. Yeah, idea of losing limbs and stuff is so. Turning into a fly. Turning into a fly. It's, it's not. It starts it's not the with turning the, into fly. The it's thumbnail, the, the fingernails. It starts with yeah. just the fingernails, and that scene is like horrific. Is just pulling off his fingernail, and he does it so slowly. And yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah. And, but then yeah, he's got jars of his own body parts in the medicine cabinet in his awesome loft. By the way, that loft is amazing. Ugh, it's the best. You get a lot of geography of it too, so it's upstairs probably because they sh they show him walking up a bunch of stairs. Right, he's got to carry the girl. Yeah, right. And then there's many shots of Gina Davis walking down that hallway. So the the whole building, you get kind of get a sense of the geography of it. You know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the I right. mean, how much of the movie is takes place? It's like it's a well written like, you know budgeted movie i feel like that so much of the movie takes place in that like yeah. i would say 85 percent right. that his yeah. laboratory yeah. is elsa's house yeah. and so it saves a lot yeah. of, you know like you don't have to they do as many boink. transitions and stuff you could literally just walk yeah straight from boinking to backflips to science yeah <laughs> fucking baboons all in one room fucking yeah. flipped inside out Screaming. <laughs> the, I am. I have to program animatronics. The algorithm. <laughs> so you get the inside out baboon animatronic and then like the animatronic at the end when he's the full on fly monster. Awesome. Oh, it looks great. Right. The transformation there whenever he's like fully breaking apart, like she rips the jaw. Yeah. Off, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, kind of yeah. like ignites the whole thing. Yeah. God damn. Great scene. And it's so slimy and gross. And it it is the most like, dismal fucking ending ever. The uh I, this is the most dismal it's just Gina Davis crying after she blows her boyfriend's head off with a fucking shotgun that's turned into a fucking fly, and she still has a weird fly baby inside her stomach. Not only is he still a fly, but he's now a fly and part of the teleporter too. Like, because he right. fused himself with the teleporter. Yeah, now, now the teleporter got, like, broke. Yeah, parts of the yeah. teleporter because the thing malfunctioned. The guy shot. The I never noticed that. I don't, I'm just. It's so gross. I'm like just. Yeah, that's oh, that's awesome. That's so Cronenberg. He's, obviously, he's crawling out, and yeah. it's like he's the Brundlefly, like, but now he's Brundlefly and teleporter, cyber, cyber Brundlefly, yeah. and he's got like this thing on his back, like that that's shaped like it, and there's wires coming out. He doesn't have legs anymore; it's just wires that he's got to drag around, and and then the gesture of him putting his putting the shotgun on his own head oh, is, is very, very dark. And yeah. And it ends there. <laughs> well, hey, listen, Gus, I'm surprised Cronenberg didn't have her blow her own head off than full on Romeo and Juliet. Uh, so, you know, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. 
I, well, I don't know. There were some deleted endings. There. Honestly, honestly uh, that actually what, might be better. The, yeah, that's what <laughs> did I you see the Did you see the stop motion deleted ending? No. There's no, an, I, I meant to look up stuff last night. Forgot. There's an ending where they shot a stop motion baby that has butterfly wings. Oh Gina, my god! Gina Davis dreams of butterfly wings. Yeah, oh, her dream. Her dream, dream is, is great because they do such a yeah. good job of making it not dreamy. Right. right. Yeah. And the, the that's another great animatronic, the slug that comes out of her. That's like the larvae. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a couple different endings. There's something which, more in know, there. Like, you oh don't really get a follow up to oh, the baby. a fucking maggot. She's pregnant, and you don't really find out what happens at the end until you see the sequel. Which did you guys see the? I sequel? have seen the sequel, and it's equally yeah. as it's not good, but it's disgusting. It's directed by the guy who did the effects for this, Chris Wallace. Oh, God, uh, oh thank you. And it's got Eric Stoltz as his son now. Um, and Gina Davis was supposed to have a cameo, but it got cut. It's it's completely but, in like a, like the kid just gets like sent to some government lab, right? And he wants to turn into a fly, like he's. <laughs> Well, my really, dad was a fly. Good. My yeah, daddy's dad before him was a fly. Yeah. <laughs> What's the whole my thing God. with um there's like a dog scene in that where they're trying to testing on this like kind of Beethoven looking dog and it gets all like disgusting. Yeah. I remember I watched it with my dad and my brother, and maybe I was like homesick or it was like a really weird thing. It was like mom wasn't around, my dad's like Let's watch the fly too. How do you feel about Let's being tra- yeah. traumatized for the rest remember of Remember that one time son? I traumatized you? Because you probably was like, <laughs> well, hey, Gus, come and watch this, you know? <laughs> well, th- yeah. so there were a couple different endings that kind of gave a little bit of resolution to the pregnancy, which that is noticeably missing in this ending. It just kind of cuts oh, out. Oh, I think it, I'm not, just because it's dismal and stuff doesn't, I, it's the best, it's a great ending. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's where it should end. And it should leave yeah. you hanging on that. And it's a, it is ripe for a fucking sequel. And with yeah, that you, idea, you don't find out what happens to the baby because she's considering getting rid of it. And then she kind of wants to keep it, but you never find out. Well, she feels so. bad, but she's like, I can't do it. It's going to be part fly, though, right? Like, <laughs> It's going to be like one quarter well, fly. She does probably, say like right? it could be normal for a long t- for a while, but then, you know, I want I want this to happen. I'll, or she says I'll do it myself, which then like, oh yeah, yeah, like, ooh, ew, um, um, yeah. Hey, guess what I just found? Huh. There's That's a website cool. called Kinder Trauma. Uh, your happy childhood ends here. It's just all about movies that you saw when you were a kid that have ruined your life, <laughs> and oh. the fly and the fly two are like. Is uh, uh, on here Transformers the movie in there? That was mine. That was uh, maybe, maybe. There's so many. Well, we talked so about many. that, Gus. That's that's. I re-listened to that episode on uh, YouTube. Oh yeah. So and I was like, was I like totally high recording that? I don't know. Am I just high <laughs> all the time on these episodes? <laughs> you tell us, buddy. Uh, I'm high on life, I guess. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I love this movie. I mean, I love the script. I I think it's great. Um Oh, then also like the character stuff is like all of the characters kind of transition. Like Brundle you you kind of first notice it with what he's wearing. He has five sets of the same clothes, but then when his relationship develops more, she buys him more clothes and he starts dressing differently. She's trying to change him. There's also all these themes of change, like willing and unwilling and change you think you want and change you don't want. Like the boyfriend character too. He's kind of an asshole at first. Like you hate him at at first. Yeah. But but then then at the end you're like, God fucking shoot him. Holy fuck. You know, like you're, he's kind of like rooting for him, but Yeah. yeah, you're like, he's like kind of redeems himself because I think he, I mean, everybody learns shit. That's a good script when right. every character like learns shit and like changes their behavior because of what they've experienced. Yeah. Right. Well, I like I feel the, like that their bloom loses his humanity and the boyfriend gains his back kind of in a way. It's but not until they're sure. Or he like not totally becomes but, more yeah. no, but he becomes self-aware by okay. seeing that video. Yeah. And just like, 
yeah, he just it like when you don't have anything really to worry about, it's much easier to be an asshole. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's true. So like when you when you are thrown into a really like precarious situation, you're either gonna become a better person or an absolutely terrible person. Oh, I I just Normally, I like the right? idea or, or just a coward. It is kind of Beauty and the Beast, but like it's you're seeing the development of the beast. Sure, and, instead of the salvation of the beast. Right. And then the and instead of Gaston coming and like getting murdered by the beast, it's like Gaston's right. character is like like I'm actually trying to help, like you're this crazy creature now, like it's gone too far. Right. Like I and, yeah. and you've kidnapped her. Like I have to come. Yeah. And he does help yeah. and get her out of there and gets totally fucking maimed when Jeff Goldblum throws up acid on his fucking arm <laughs> and his goddamn <laughs> ankle. Oh, that's some strong acid, man. Dahmer yeah. was probably Dahmer probably saw this and was like, Oh, that's pretty good. I can just relax. Blowing his load all over this fucking movie. God damn it. <laughs> well, he loved the exorcist two i've never seen it came out around the really? same time i think it was the exit he had an obsession i think was the exorcist two you didn't know about this he Dr- would make Dahmer some did? of the guys yeah he would make some of the guys watch it at like knife point oh. or gunpoint yeah i feel like that was in the series it was in the show and yeah, that was that... a thing that he like admitted to he was like huh he well, was, like he just wanted like he would I mean obviously I'm not try, to, trying to offend Jeffrey Dahmer like, he just wanted a friend <laughs> like he his idea was a friend is literally like a taxidermied human being you know yeah. like um but that's yeah, the he, least horrific thing he did I don't know have you seen the Exorcist too <laughs> it's pretty bad I've never still, seen it yeah it's a heretic. no no uh, the third one's good yes. the third one's awesome yeah. Maybe it's the third one he really liked. Then I mean, anyway, not giving any matter. credit. <laughs> no, Jeffrey Dahmer, piece of shit, terrible taste in movies, friend of the show, wonderful taste friend in of the acids, show. Friend, friend of the show. Of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's but he knew his acids. Okay, he knew his acids. I one thing you this. can take away for you can never take away from him is barrels of acid. Well, I mean, they did take them away when they put him in jail. So, never mind. I'm all right. Cut so that, that, I didn't um, take a lot, a lot of notes, and then I forgot the notes that I took. What, 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 what? Hit us up with some notes, dude. Well, I forgot them. He doesn't have them. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, but like, make up some notes. Pretend I know you have I, notes, dude. I know. I, at some point, I write down like the structure of this movie is almost perfect. It's a 90 minute movie. Act one is 30 minutes. Act two is 30 minutes. It doesn't it just. It just. It doesn't feel. It's one of, like I think. Whenever you have a very tight movie like this, it's not like anywhere to ask, like, how long was this movie to somebody? You kind of go, and they didn't, weren't paying like, attention I, at all. I don't know. They're like, yeah, right. I, I could be, it could have been 90 minutes, could have been two hours. Like, I don't know. It could just been, was like, because right. it's so it well developed, everything's there. Yeah. Nothing's rushed. Nothing's forced. Stretched. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that that one girl's super fun. She's like, hey, that's pretty. The night is young. Let's keep on hitting up some bars. Oh, yeah. Like, hell yeah. Let's go to oh, a few more bars. He picks up. Yeah. Yeah. A few bars. Okay. Yeah. A few more. Yeah, a few she wants to. He's just like, also, he's like, now get, to... get, get the fuck in there. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> sure, I'll go to a fucking bomber. I'm yeah. going to drill a hole in your uh, head if you don't go in that teleporter. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this, I don't, I haven't seen all of Cronenberg's films i don't think is this his most accessible film his most commercially successful film scanners i, I mean scanners is what was... brought him to the united states he's a canuck and he was making his movies in uh toronto or montreal this was made in toronto too okay and his this is his scanners is what brought him into the light and probably got him right. this movie and yeah. then after that did he do Videodrome in between this? Videodrome and then, then I believe. Well, I, I think there was um, Dead Ringers in there as well. Oh, fuck, Dead Ringers is... Wait, was no, Dead, Dead Ringers. Ringers is after. Sorry, Dead Ringers yeah. is after this. Dead Ringers is so... That might be my favorite of his movies. I. It, that's probably the least horrific <laughs> of the ones but you I think named. it's like, also... Disturbing. It's not like... Well, this, this, is, this is like just kind of like a normal movie. 
Do you know what I yes, mean? Yes, it has the beats like, of a normal movie. If if some dude who's like, oh, I saw the thing. Yeah. And someone was like, oh, if you like the thing, you should see the fly. Yeah. That would totally make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be. Oh, I think everybody saw this but movie. If you saw, I mean, I saw this movie right. when I was like 10. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I think, think this, this is, is like more horrific than the thing. I think the thing's pretty horrific. No, too, it's the. I feel like this is just more straightforwardly real about it. To me, this the thing that doesn't. The thing has amazing effects and like it's they are gross and stuff but the it's like yeah. a bunch of dudes it's different whenever the context of like i don't sure, know they're all hardened explorer yeah guys i don't know yeah. yeah this is just like a mild man yeah. brilliant guy who's <laughs> turning into a goddamn fly and his well, dick's falling yeah. off Juxt- juxtaposing it with a romance as right well, it's like the a, context is yeah. different and just yeah. It doesn't like where I can I can watch a thing a thousand billion times over and over again. Like it doesn't have that effect on me at all. And it's the body horror of it too. <laughs> I don't. I guess it is the other one's body horror too. I guess, but like it right. It not, just I think it must. It just must have implanted itself in your brain in such a way that like. Yeah. I mean, I think that the suspense of the thing because I watched that. Or my dad was always like. This this oh this Gus come in this scene's awesome this is really and like fuck you up. watching that in the thing the whole like um being suspicious and like the 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 blood testing scene I remember yeah. very early that seems amazing yeah, yeah. but like the t- that's and the, that's the, that's the tension the, the tension suspense, suspense of that is what the... what got me there it's where this is right. just like the visceral experience of the sound design and the lingering of the shot. Yeah, how long he yeah. holds shots and stuff. And it's just the whole yeah, thing. It, it just all feels off from the beginning. It's not like, like it's as lighthearted as Cronenberg's gonna get <laughs> like at the beginning, yeah, sure. which is not lighthearted at <laughs> right. all. Like it, I mean, Naked Lunch is hilarious. Have you seen that? It's I've really it, funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's one's grueling, in my opinion. I maybe I could yeah. maybe I'd go back and watch it, but I uh, movie is absolutely gr- grueling. Well, I I didn't care much for Existence either. I, a lot of people love that movie, but I've I, never I, seen it. That's that I have not seen. I saw Dead Ringers, Dead Zone, Videodrome, Scanners. I haven't seen anything before Scanners. Yeah, a lot of his stuff is like I haven't seen. You know, I, well, I I just Videodrome, recently, Scanners, Dead Zone, of course. I forgot De- he did we, History of Violence. Oh, Dead Zone is awesome. Dead Zone. Dead Zone is so bad. Well, what do you think? Should um, we rank this? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's rank this piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I <laughs> oh, mean, I, all right, piece of shit. one to two. Can we go first? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that this is a six point five. Okay. It's like solid, very tight, very well done. I don't think I'm going to be super compelled to revisit it, you know, but if somebody wanted to put it on, I would, I wouldn't be like, nah, you know, unless I was about to eat or something. I would say 6.5. Okay. Uh, I am gonna, as much as I am saying like it's gross and stuff, like it doesn't diminish how good I think it is and how iconic I think it is and how, like yeah. visually and just I'm going to give it a 7.5 because I think it's so iconic. I think it's such like a influencer of on so many levels, the <sighs> design of it, the structure of it, the all, <laughs> all, all the good stuff, the, the sound design, you it's all what? there. I forgot. It's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, and I, in it, it, like I said, the most dismal ending ever. I can't not that, that that's that's an achievement. So yeah, seven point five for sure. I, well, I I yeah, I forgot about how also just how much I like watching Jeff Goldblum in this. I probably will watch it again sometime when I'm like see another Jeff Goldblum he, movie. He's be like, fucking oh, hilarious. I need this, to see yeah. him. He's great. And yeah, he fly he again. So it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cave to peer pressure even though it's just us. I'm gonna go up a half a point to seven. Okay, I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> All right. It's my birthday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eight 
I love this movie. It's yeah. Okay, it's there gross. we go. Like a seven, seven and a half, eight. It's right it's, there. You go. Perfect. It's so iconic to me. I remembered everything about yeah. it. Yeah. I saw this in high it seems school. Seems like a perfect Brad movie, almost. You know. Yeah, kinda. And I just it like, that's has actually always good. stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. It is a <laughs> very kind of in the zone of like what I like and what's good. Brad's dead like, zone. Yeah. There's, there's it's a very it's Brad's dead zone. Yeah. <laughs> It's and a, when you know uh, when he likes to watch that Venn diagram, it's like good movies, movies Brad likes, yeah. and then there's yeah. one pixel and it's the fly. Yeah. <laughs> I like good movies. No, I'm though. kidding. You uh, like lots of good movies. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, like I said, it's almost a perfect script. Like it's so tight. It really there's is. No fat to it. Like the it's the iconic ultimate body horror movie it's the ultimate cronenberg it's the ultimate jeff goldblum performance that's because he is sure. perfect for this part like his twitchiness and how quirky he is and it's true uh, well yeah he already so had, he kind of has wouldn't it be funny if jeff goldblum him. if he did dead ringers i feel like that would be would have been hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. anyway I, dead ringers man we did we already did that we did that yeah god <laughs> damn that was yeah, good yeah. <laughs> Well, how about how about what are you watching? Shall we do an episode or a segment of our podcast episode called "What Are You Watching"? That's episode a do of how what you watch now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I can I start? Yeah, um, yeah, please do. I really wanted to talk about Fall of the House of Usher. Have you both seen? It? I I watched yes, the first episode, and Alex and I both looked at each other and said, "Nope." Okay. <laughs> And so we, you're not, like, you didn't finish. We, we didn't finish it, but you guys can talk as much as you want about it. I give you. I love Mike Flanagan. I like him too. He's probably yeah. my favorite person working in horror right now. There's it's, a couple. It's a second worst show. Uh, I was, yeah, I, I was thinking about, it's definitely better than Midnight Club. See, Rachel loves Midnight. I need to watch Midnight Club because that's her favorite, which is like. Really? I watched I, like 10 minutes of it and I was like. I can't watch this. Like, it's, I don't know. It just that's didn't. That's how I felt. It's still, it's still decent. I mean, I just, yeah. it's just not. It's still it's better no, than a lot of things. Do you know what this not, felt like? It, to me, my, it, it, there, it just was so much. And they, it's like, they yeah, only, well, they only they all had, they barely had any takes because they had to get through so much shit. There's so many setups. So many setups. So many and yeah. so they also didn't have any time to do any cool camera stuff necessarily. And it was just didn't feel as like well thought out as um, Midnight Mass and See, the, Haunted, the problem on is Hill. He's trying to, yeah. But Haunted it Hill felt House. like that guy that does the glee shit, but where he can do, oh. they kind of feel the same where like he did like Nurse Ratchet, which is like, man, that's like, was like really good. And then he'll do something else and it's like, it's, like, oh, it's camping is supposed to be like that. And then he'll do something else. That, it's right. like, holy, you're just trying so hard to do all this shit. That one with the neighbors that we like, I was like, it's a fucking trash pile. Oh, oh yes. That show. Yes. Oh, I watched God. like yeah. one episode of that. And I, I couldn't like, finish that. I somehow finished what? that. Like, yeah. what's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> the one with hey, Richard, Richard Kind is the neighbor. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was awful. But I can't even remember what it was called. That. That's, that's I, for the best. I, that's this this Usher show felt like that. Really? Okay. I mean, well, I it felt like that guy I, where it's just like way too much. It was a too, lot. I like, mean, he, it, it's too self indulgent. Well, he's trying to adapt every Edgar Allan Poe story in one story. See that Which part of it is it was that what I didn't that like. That guy does right. right. I, I, you know, they. They made a deal with the devil and the devil came to collect. That's the story. Like right. all the post stuff like, is like really shoehorned in and felt extraneous to me. It well, really I has mean, nothing to do with Edgar Allan Poe's work, really. Right? The overarching story? Yeah. I mean, um, he has a story that's like the woman with the red, red something about a red mask or scarlet mask. Mask of the Red Death. Mask of the Red Death. Well, that's a different one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't I know. I don't remember. All the Poe references <laughs> felt really forced to me. I didn't think that was well, necessary. I think that's that's the problem. Is that that the, the he started with? I'm going to make a show that references every Edgar Allan Poe thing, and it'd be great because each episode could be like a riff on a Poe story. Yeah. Which, like, okay. 
But like, why not then just make a anthology series with modern takes of each of those things? Oh, that would with be some cool. crossover threads. Yeah. See, we should fix Hollywood. I, we fix shit all me and Brad and, and Gus. Sometimes Brad, mostly me and Gus. <laughs> no, often Brad, rarely me. Uh, <laughs> come up with these brilliant, mostly me, come up with brilliant ideas to fix this shit with like, without even hardly thinking. It, well, we should be consultants would, in Hollywood. I would like to see him do an anthology show. I think that would be no, really this cool. Show, if it was an anthology series that was maybe like bookended by this devil story yeah or something but yeah i didn't mind that like the overarching story of like oh the devil came to collect also i don't like the storytelling format of like having a guy recount the entire events of the series that's never been my favorite loves to do that i know i'm not a fan of just that but he's your favorite person working in horror right now you're full of I don't Did know. you know that David Cronenberg was on a Star Wars or Star Trek show for a bunch of episodes recently? Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes. I'm going to go watch that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Brad's like, see ya. Um, <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> wait, sorry, never mind. I don't want to talk about anything. Well, like, I, shooting a door slams. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so he did that in Hill House and it worked. It was okay there. The first half of the Hill House is great everything after it does get the, self-indulgent and like the yeah, yeah the the funeral the funeral home yeah episode oh yeah everything after that oh, I agree. Like, it, now we're going to explain why everything's not scary and it's like oh yeah. i don't know no I, it's still I, good. I, I still like that one bly manor i think is worse than that bly manor had I, some weird stuff in it that didn't need to be I there just, it just wait it, which was that it's the, the lady in the house. lake the lady in the, in the lake house, and, the and there's a faceless ghosts in the house. The the plague doctor, yeah, and they're always walking around, and there's like water and mud tracked through the I house. And like, and the, the, the girls, the girls got a dollhouse that, that shows where the ghosts are at all times oh, or something. Yeah, I don't. It's um, hmm. it was fine. Anyway, I I like I like Doctor Sleep. Like, yeah, yeah. I liked how this one was his. I think this is his funniest. Or is it most as attempting? I didn't see Midnight Club, so I don't. It might be good fear. But there's lots of like attempted jokes in this, and some of them I really like. I don't know. Um, I just kind of leaned into like the goofiness of it. Is he it's ever goofy. Did, like? Has it's he taken like, a vacation ever in his life? Like this dude. Like just the amount of time it takes to build and get something going and stuff. Like just think of Doctor Sleep. Like. Let alone making like eight an eight hour movie for like multiple yeah. times. Like Jesus Christ, he's insane. Like uh, you can't expect every one to be as good, but and I would say sure. that most of his stuff is really good. Like or at least the majority the, too. Like the majority, solid, yeah. like really solid. Think you know like, it's not like hush. killing it. It's like okay, yeah. The, well, I don't like every know. single thing in Midnight Mass either. Like some of that stuff is too much for me. But the there's enough amazing things in there, and like oh my god, this is a vampire thing. This is so cool. Like once the you start realizing so that, and yeah. And there's really now, good. Like he does these really classical like monologues that is are theatrical, like everything's very theatrical and he's kind of leaning into the, I guess, corniness or tropiness of the genre and mostly sure, but to he's success. Trying to, yeah. Most of the time he's trying to find a way he's trying to, I feel like his whole thing is trying to figure out why is it that these things that are obviously ridiculous, why are they so effective? Right. And trying then to, bridge that gap to like where the reality of it is like the real, what would the real human experience be like? Right. And he's yeah. not doing that in follow the house of usher. Yeah. Midnight because, mass did that the most successfully, like the human right. story. I mean, I, I, because I finished follow the house of usher in the last like three days, I watched all of midnight mass again because I was like, fuck, that was so good. I got to watch that again. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was just like remembering yeah, I love. Yeah, Midnight Mass is still his best work, head and shoulders above. All right, well, that's what I've been watching this week. Uh, well, I'll go. I kind of talked about Scanners, 
I I don't know. Scanners. I was sleeping on scanners. What the fuck was I doing, man? That movie's what were you doing, man? It's that movie's awesome. So awesome. It's everything I love. It's like like government secret projects and Akira and like I think the the main character, the hero, is a little stiff. I wish he maybe he was recasted or something. But sure. Michael Ironside, you mean? No, or no, is he no, the no, no. Character? He's the bad guy. Okay. Um, he's great. Yeah. And I was gonna say, I love him in that. I just the I love basically every single thing about the movie is I'm like I was sleeping on scanners. I fucked up. I'm here though, guys. <laughs> I love that movie. Love that movie so much. It's on HBO right now. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, we started Loki. Well, shit. I'm kind of pissed we didn't do scanners. Scanners. It's so fucking. We can cool. do it. We can do it next year for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on the put it on the dock. Um, okay. I started Loki. The episodes that are out. So I guess the first three. Um, God, yeah. Really? God, I. God. It's just too much, too many words. <laughs> too many funny? Terms. I think it's um I don't find it exhausting at all. I Alex and I are like enjoying I'm just like, it. What the fuck are you I think talking the, about? The I... prop the um production values like incredible, especially in that first episode. No, and I agree. It, and I do like short rounds. I, we talk, didn't I talk to you about this, Brad? Yeah, we no, we 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 talked about uh, it. Or we, we or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I'm just saying I well it's been it's come up. I guess I had like I was like, oh, I hope that's good. And then like that first episode I was like, holy shit, this looks better than most movies. And that is true. The direction and like they had this really fucking crazy wide angle lens the entire time, but they were utilizing it in a way that was like I don't know, like a way I, it was shot in a way that I've almost never even quite seen. I'm not saying it's this insane, different way of shooting it, but if you pay attention to that shit and you like that right. shit, it's you're like, kind it's, of like, Whoa, like this is cool. No, like, I remember being like, this is like if Terry Gilliam's yeah. wide angle shit, like looked actually good yeah, like, and not just really like crisp. weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Like I love Terry Gilliam. Yeah, like, I literally probably one of my favorite directors. Yes. Top five, easy. Like, but but yeah. Um, um, no, I know what you mean. I think I just I. I understand. I, I kind of get just, what you're saying too. Like, uh, wait, what are they fucking talking well, about? See, that's what how I felt about season? House like, of Usher. I'm like, what? I just don't give a shit of what's going on. I love I even... seeing rich people get their shit wrecked, yeah. though, Gus. Well, that's all it is. Yeah. It's... Uh, all right, Lucas. What, what else? You got anything else? Or is, that's it. That's is it. it. Lucas is okay. Uh, we still doing it? We're Adam. still recording. Yeah, yeah we're still hey. doing. It. Um, let's see. Where's my thing? Doop beep boop. Um, uh, still watching. This flags means death. That's still fun. I like it. Like I already we were talking about Loki. Talk about Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, I watched that. Um, I think I said last time I was like I started. I was going to watch this movie Black Death and then I decided not to. Ah. Um, the Sean Bean like yes. uh, yeah. plague movie. Yep. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it's fine. I, it's, I finished uh, it. It's fine. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It gets kind of interesting. Sean Bean dies um, in it. Yep. <laughs> Super great. Yeah. Um, then I watched this documentary which I think, I don't know if you'll either really like it, Gus, mm -hmm. because it's about like an extremely remote, like outback town. Okay, I'm already, I'm feel already like into both it. Having affinity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> affinity for these like weirdo alcoholics yeah. that live in the, it, it, like one of the least hospitable places on earth. Um, it's called uh, Last Stop Larima, L-A-R-R-I-M-A-H. Well, I don't remember. Damn it. That's Maybe the Max. most important part. Well. Last stop, Mammer? Here, let me. Larima. Larima. <laughs> it's on, um, oh, it's, a, it's an HBO original, so it's on okay. Max. Uh, L-A-R-R-I-M-A-H. Larima. Um, and it's about this town that literally has, it's like less than 30 people live there or something. And somebody like disappeared. Oh, and I saw the trailer for that. And I was like, oh, this looks really good. Cause it was like, it had a feeling almost like it had like a cinematic y kind of. Oh, no. Yeah. It's well made. Yeah. It's definitely like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. The 
people in it are just like I'm gonna work at this. Can't I'm, imagine gonna, living I'm gonna turn in this, this on as I work in the next whatever week stop this because I, uh, I have to be jump great on for the background because yeah, most of it's just like interviews, you know what I mean? Like so it's oh, a my name's Ringo and no, no, it's it's a it's a feature, it's a documentary feature. You just give um, me a chance, I think I could be a really good guy. I mean, the I've one really guy, it's like <laughs> yeah, basic. I mean, like it's yeah, uh, there's the Australian people are very Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, uh, I, it's just such a different world. And I mean, you say that about so many places, sure. but it's like, well, they speak English and it's like, Australia is kind of like the upside down world version of America. Right. It's like lots of open country and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but they were like settled by criminals. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. This is like a whole other vibe. They've got this whole other thing going on and like every animal there wants to kill you. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just like it, it, yeah, it's very compelling. I, it's not like the best thing I've ever seen, but I was like, I was like, oh, I'll start this, and then I don't know, we'll see. And then all of a sudden, it was done. I'll check it out for sure. So yeah, if you if you like weird Australian outback shit, by which I you're do, gonna, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna love it. Yeah. All right, Adam, White anything? Fry in the Yabba. That's you, it. You, okay. Bye. <laughs> All right, I'll record an outro and then uh can you Brad, can you record an outro? I'll record an outro and then we'll we'll head out. Um, Wait, before you do that, one thing. Yes. Cheeseburger. Che- cheeseburger. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Cheeseburger. You. Cheeseburger. <laughs> that's our that's our official um yeah, that's our official movie Odyssey greeting. Like if you run into a fellow um, we call them O-heads. Uh, if, uh, if Do you run we into have a fans? O-head. I, I get a few, yeah. I Shut guess. the fuck up. Fake <laughs> it till you make it. God. We're making it. Uh, We've right. already well, made it. Thanks, everyone. Brad Patello here. This is Gus Trout. That's Adam Lucas. Uh, follow us on Instagram. On Movie Odyssey. And we're also on YouTube. Yeah. Listen to our episodes. So, yes. Yes.